Hello and welcome to episode 13. Unlucky for some, lucky for you, because it's analog. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Harry's, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price and Squarespace, where a better web starts with your website. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined again, whom a man I have missed, Mr. Casey Liss. Hello, Mike. I'm so glad you didn't pull the ripcord on that ridiculous intro. That If you had stopped, I would have been really sad. As as we record now, I'm I'm quite literally into my fifth hour of podcasting today, uh, so I am crazy loopy right now, uh, and I'm having a great time, and I'm happy. I'm happy I'm here with you because I missed you. Everybody heard an episode last week, but I haven't spoken to you in a little bit, and it's made me sad. Um, but the reason is, of course, a fantastic one. If anybody doesn't know, and I'm sure that they're probably living under a rock if they don't know, but your your lovely son was born, uh, Sprout, who is now known as Declan. Yes, yes, we we are we are no longer pregnant. She is no longer pregnant. Um, we now have a son. That we is for sure. Um, yeah. It uh, so Aaron went into labor uh, Tuesday. We didn't think it was Tuesday, the somethingth of October. Um, we didn't think it was actually labor at first. That's not a joke because we've never been here before. And so um, Aaron was fairly convinced it was just fairly strong um, Braxton Hicks. And if you don't know what that is, they're basically false contractions. But they were awfully regular. And so we started to wonder, hmm, something's weird here, and eventually called our uh, obstetrician, which is basically a baby doctor, or a have a baby doctor, I should say. And we went into, their, into her office, and it just so happened that by the time we got seen by the obstetrician, um, she walked in while Aaron was having one of these. We were getting less and less convinced were false, but possibly false contractions. And our obstetrician looked at Aaron, had not said anything else to us other than hello, looked at Aaron, batted an eye and said, this is it. We got to get you to the hospital. So, <laughs> what a lovely little story. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty intense. And uh, her labor, well, very easy for me to say, her labor went roughly as well as it could have. I mean, there were a little issues here and there, and I'm not going to get into the gory details, but in the grand scheme of things, it was as reasonable a labor I think one could expect. And perhaps the biggest stress of the labor was me wondering if I could continue to watch Aaron straining before she got any sort of pain medication. And so I think yeah. the biggest pro- problem with the labor was um, was me, which is not surprising. But that's okay. But uh, yes, Declan is here. He is healthy. He's He's happy. He's sleeping a lot, and I, I actually use a glass desk, so I can't knock on wood, but that's me knocking knock, on glass. Cause, knock uh, on glass. Yeah, that's that's as good as I got. Um, so yeah, so he's he's happy, he's healthy, he's sleeping a lot, um, eating a lot, growing a lot. I feel like he's already a teenager. He's been here six days as we record this, <laughs> but um, no, being a dad is the best. It's awesome. But before we talk too much more about that, we should probably do a little bit of baby-related uh, follow-up. Yeah, so you you ruined the entire internet uh, last week. Mm. Uh, yes, I did. By, by talking about maternity and paternity leave. Yes, so here's the thing. Aaron and I are extraordinarily lucky um, for a variety of reasons. But in in this context, we knew that Aaron was going to, at the very least, take a year off of work. And so, and we knew we, we was, that this was going to happen the the time that that Declan was born. And so she hasn't worked since the end of the past school year. She was a high school teacher. And well, let me rephrase, hasn't worked outside the house. She's been busy. But anyway, um, so we didn't really have to worry that much about maternity leave for her because we knew that she had just taken a year leave of absence. And because of that, I wasn't too clear on the specifics of maternity and paternity leave here in the United States. And I think I spoke about my workplace's policies, but I but I painted them as the law. And I, I'm pretty sure I hedged and said I wasn't positive what the law was. But a variety of people, and by that I mean about half the internet, came out to tell us how wrong we were, or how wrong I was, I should say. Yeah, I, I didn't get a lot of it, but I saw a lot of it, if that makes sense. Like I saw people saying it to you, but nobody really uh, mm-hmm. said much to me. Yep. Because one, I didn't say it, and I think two, people appreciated that 
like it doesn't mean anything to sure. me. Like I don't know, I don't really understand any of your crazy laws, let alone these ones. Well, neither do we. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. Hence why you got it wrong. In the exactly. First place. <laughs> so let me uh, let me try to very quickly recap this, and I'm going to do so by reading feedback from um, a certain somebody who you may not think you know, but you do know. Um, th- this this woman's name is Tina, but her surname is Syracusa. So, a uh, friend of the show, Tina Syracuse, as in John's let's wife. Find, let's let's find out if she loves uh, follow up as much as her husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> um, she sent me a very lovely email, and it was um, relatively long because it had to be, and I don't think it's appropriate to read all of it. And so, I'm going to lose some of the nuance because I'm just going to give you a quick summary. But this part that I'm about to read you is verbatim: the Family Medical Leave Act, which is often referred to as FMLA guarantees employees 12 weeks of unpaid leave with a job guarantee. So let me stop right there and say, in other words, you can be gone from your job for 12 weeks and your job cannot fire you for that. Now, granted, they could probably fabricate some other reason for firing you, but because of you being gone for 12 weeks after having had a baby, and this only applies to women as far as I'm aware, um, or no, actually, I guess it's wrong. I'm already screwing things up. I'm just going to stop talking. So anyway, so let me continue with what uh, Tina said. Uh, FMLA covers the covers things other than maternity leave as well. Like I said, I was wrong. Uh, However, there are tons of employers who are not legally bound by the FMLA. For example, any company under 50 employees is not subject to FMLA. So basically, the only thing that you may possibly be guaranteed is that you will still have a job. You are not guaranteed any pay. You are not guaranteed really anything other than the fact that they can't fire you for having had a kid or a couple other, uh, excuse me, reasons. So I believe what I told you was you get like six weeks of full pay and then like you get less pay after that. I believe that's my particular employer's policy. It is not what I thought it was, which was the legal requirements of the United States of America. So the short, short version is FMLA is helpful and you can't get fired, but you're probably not going to get paid. And a lot of women have to go back to work two or three days after they've given birth because they don't have the luxuries that Aaron and I have. And that's really a terrible thing. I really mean that. And so FMLA is pretty crappy. If you're looking to have a child anywhere in the world, do it somewhere other than the United States of America. Then bring that child to the US of A because we're the best. USA, USA. But um, don't have the child here. Statutory maternity leave is 52 weeks. It's made up of ordinary maternity leave, which is the first 26, and additional, which is the last 26. You don't have to take 52 weeks, but you must take two weeks leave after your baby is born, or four weeks if you work in a factory. That's the UK's policy? Yep. God save the Queen. Yes, the the heck with the United States. I was wrong. Statutory maternity pay, SMP, is paid for up to 39 weeks. You get 90% of your average average weekly earnings before tax for the first six weeks, and then £138.18, or 90% of your average weekly earnings, whichever is lower, for the next 33 weeks. Holy God. And, And the government will help. The government will, will help top some of that up in some instances as well. Um, and your employment rights are protected while on statutory, statutory maternity leave. This includes your right to pay rises, build up or accrue of holiday, and your return to work. So as you're on maternity leave, you're still accruing holiday hours, potentially. There are there are many, um, many mothers who will take holiday before they come back as well so they're gone for like a year and a half yeah that's amazing like this is one of those scenarios where i i don't care that i pay tax and trust me now that i'm going into full time i'm noticing that i pay tax just at 30 percent of all of my money goes to the government minimum 30 percent. Right. i notice that now uh but I don't care because when it comes to uh, when I'm thinking of having children and my girlfriend, fiance, wife at the time, whichever she may be in that uh, hierarchy, uh, when it comes to her needing to take time off, I won't. This is why I'll be like, okay, this is perfectly fine because of all of this stuff that you get. Because I mean, not all of it is tax. I mean, a lot of that is is comes from the employer. 
Um, but, uh, you know, there is also an element of the government helping out as well. But just having all of this stuff, having a, a welfare state, there are massive benefits to it, and, and this is one of them. It's I cannot believe, I cannot believe, and the reason I looked this up was because you, I glossed over it when you said it, but I read over it again. 12 weeks of unpaid leave of a job guarantee. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant. Unpaid leave for twelve. Oh, thank you so much for giving me three months off with no money, and then all you, all I get at the end is just to come back to my job. Yep. So nice of you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, all kidding aside, I know I give you a hard time about the UK and how America's the best, and and eighty eighty percent of that is me just you know giving you a hard time. But there are times like this that I really wonder why Americans think that's okay. And and I'm including myself in that. Like, why is this okay? Why is this okay to force a a woman to go back to work so shortly after doing arguably the most important thing in the entire world? Like, how is that a thing? How is that allowed? But I don't know. There are so many many elements of it. Like, do you as a father want your wife to not spend time with your child in your child's first year of of birth? Right. do you not want that to happen every day? Like, do you want to have to have one of you at least work just to pay childcare? Like, I, I don't get it. It's just, I just cannot get it. And the irony of the fact that it's called the FMLA is not lost on me. <laughs> well done. I didn't even think about that. Like, oh, that's awesome. It's, yeah. It's, uh, there are a lot of things that confuse me about, um, about this sort of stuff in your country. And as much as I love your country, this is one of them. No, it's the absolutely wel- The true. welfare system, for for a country that's set up in the way that your country was set up, the fact that you don't have a better welfare system, or in some instances, any welfare system at all, it boggles my mind. I, I don't understand it. I don't yep. understand it. Yeah. So in summary, um, I probably have still butchered some of the details, and it doesn't really matter. Um, please email Mike. <laughs> But the idea is is that we really don't get very many benefits. And all of as far as I know, all of that is strictly for women. Now again, I'm probably wrong about that too, but I I I've very rarely heard of any employer giving any paternity leave for dads. And so I'm extremely lucky that I got a week from my from my employer of paternity leave. Paternity pay and leave while we're at it. Oh god, uh, no. Uh it isn't amazing. Like it's not, I'm not going to blow your mind with this one. So um, you get one or two weeks paid ordinary paternity leave, um, or and and or up to twenty six weeks paid additional paternity leave, but only if the mother or co adopter returns to work. Hmm. So, like, if Erin decided she wanted to go back to work, you could take twenty six weeks of paid nice. leave off. And I like that because you can make a choice. And I think that I didn't actually didn't know that, but I like that that exists mm-hmm. as a, as a choice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I found that very interesting. I like that it's shared in that in that element. Yeah, yeah, right? I agree. That the 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 maternity paternity leave is shared for the, it's for the child's benefit. Absolutely, and because that's how it should be thought of. So I think that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know about additional paternity leave. I didn't know that existed. But I that's an, another another mark on the chalkboard. I think. Yay, America. <laughs> On a are you gonna join note. me in a? Are you gonna join me in a UK 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 chart now? Or no, I don't know about that. I told you. I told you. This is not a joke. I've told you before, right? That I asked my uh, my. It was two jobs ago, and this was Aaron and I were together. I think we were freshly married, and they had an office in. Oh God, I can't remember. Somewhere outside London, southwest of London. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. And I and I told my boss, send me there. I want to move. And they said no way. But there was a slim chance that I could have been you know, seven or eight years into my UK residency right now. Oh, man. I never told you that? No. Oh, well, how about that? Here's something really interesting. When you go to the government page show notes that you'll see in uh, the links when you, that you'll see in the show notes, which are at relay.fm slash analog slash 13, take a look at the gov.uk website. And then I've put in a page which is about the digital transformation the government just recently went through. The government's page was was developed by 
a team or some people it will be in there i can't remember exactly who it is that done it and i can't look for it all right now but they had some some real user researchers go in the page is beautiful gov.uk is beautiful and it was built to be simple to understand like when you search something you can search in natural language terms and like in in regular english and it will find what you're looking for it was like completely rebuilt recently and it's a marvel to behold how well the government website is built for this stuff and it's so clear everything is just clear with that in mind uh, i just pasted a link in the chats it will also in, it will also be in the show notes Look at the United States Department of Labor's website, and I haven't seen the one you're referring to, but I'm going to guess it's just as beautiful as the UK site. Hmm. I don't think to say. It's so bad. It's so bad. All right, so now that we we're totally depressed, why don't you tell me about something that's awesome? I will, and I'm going to tell you about Harry's, and this is something really cool today. So, gentlemen, the month of November is upon us. Ah, it is. That's right. This is a time when moustaches are for everyone. It's now the time to pretend that you're Tom Selleck. Our friends at harrys.com are the official razor partner of Movember. Is that right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, obviously in the US. Uh, And we'll be there for you for for this entire hairy month. (laughs) Harry's are there for the hairy month. Uh, It is a time that requires a little bit of extra attention. Uh, if you're a man participating in Movember, which is something you should, if you don't know what Movember is, you should be checking that out. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to Movember. It's an, it's a really awesome way to raise money for uh, for men's health issues, um, for cancers and things like that. It's uh, a really interesting thing started by a couple of guys, I think in Australia, it was even Australia and the UK, and it's spread around the world now, and it's like this big uh, cultural thing, and it's, it's just a really interesting way to raise money because... It, it's like it, you know people are conducting in November because they've got moustaches on their faces and you see people in the street and people look hilarious because they've got moustaches and most of the time moustaches look hilarious on most people. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so whether or not you grow a mo, it's it, you know you don't need to worry about it because whether you're just growing a mo or you just want to have an awesome shave, Harry's are the people that can help you do that. And also... With Harry's, not only will you get this amazing shave, you will also do good by supporting Movember's quest to fund research on these important men's health issues because Harry's donate money. So I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But that, that you know, one of the reasons that they are a great uh, partner is because they also give money back. So Harry's fantastic razors, their fantastic shavings products will be there for you if you're conducting yourself in the Movember time. Harry's.com was started by two guys passionate about creating a better shaving experience for all men. They create a razor that I'm personally happy to hold and love to use with blades that are comfortable on my own skin, which naturally is something. That is very important. You kind of, as a a man, uh, you want to, when you're rubbing these blades on your face, uh, for it to feel good. Right, it's just an important thing. You kind of just want that to happen. Um, so that's one of the things that I love about Harry's. They, they, Harry's made this happen by buying a blade factory in Germany that has been crafting some of the world's highest quality blades for almost a century. They cut out the middleman and offer this these amazing shaving products and these amazing blades at a fraction of the price of drugstore brands. The, the starter set. The starter shave set starts at just $15. That includes the razor, three blades, and your choice of Harry's Harry's shave cream or their new foaming shave gel. I love the gel personally. I really like the way that it lathers up. Um, It feels and smells super awesome too, as does their new aftershave moisturizer. Um, If you're shaving, you should definitely be using this stuff to keep your face feeling good. Um, What I mentioned about them, uh, Harry's donating stuff, they also do a Harry's Movember set. Um, at the moment, which is 20 bucks, and you get a couple of extra little bits and bobs in there, and they donate $5 to uh, the Movember calls for every uh, one of these that they sell, which is super awesome. Also, it's just a great way, you know, start with the Movember set if you're going to get involved in Movember. We all know how frustrating it can be to decide to buy a product and get to the checkout screen and find super high shipping costs, and that is why Harry's has free shipping. 
which is a nice little thing. So go right now to harrys.com and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in the code analog with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and enter the coupon code analog at checkout for $5 off and change the way you shave forever. Thank you so much to Harry's for supporting this show, Relay FM and Movember. You know, Movember is a thing that's both terrible and wonderful. And I got to tell you, so I did it the last two years. I don't think I'm going to this year because my world is so out of whack. But uh, it's if anything, that's a good thing because yeah. now you know you Maybe won't it. have to worry about it. It's Maybe you're right. Thing to worry about. <laughs> but I, I do the like wussy version of Movember, which is to say, I just keep a full beard and don't shave a thing for 30 days or 29 days, whatever it is, and then at the 11th hour on either November 30th or maybe it's December 1st. I always get it wrong. But anyway, I'll shave down to like a mustache or like a mustache and a soul patch. And I got to tell you, I do not look good with a mustache. <laughs> like not many men do, but I really don't. You know that I get frustrated with, with you because of that. Because I'm clean shaven. No, because you, you shave the beard. You you grow a beard and then shave it into the mustache. You're supposed to go through the pain of growing. Oh the yes, I know. Like I said, I don't it's a do wussy it. one. So I don't do it at all because I don't want to be clean shaven. Well, you, uh, you love I, nothing more than your own beard. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess that's one way to say it. And uh, <laughs> but I do donate. I always donate to my friends that that uh, that do November. So. Yep. So there you go. All right. Any other baby related follow up? Oh, I have loads. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'll be surprised if we, honestly, if we get to anything else. I, I literally just want to talk about Declan for like 4,000 hours. <laughs> okay. I'm so, like, one uh, ATP was just fantastic. I just had the biggest grin on my face. I just loved hearing it. Do you even understand as a human, and I keep bringing this up, and I'm sure, I, I hope that other people see this, just how cute you are. <laughs> In which capacity? Just, uh, just all these little things that you say. Like you're just so sweet about him, and and like you know how it's like how lovely it is. And I wish I'd written down some things, but I was listening uh, to to ATP, and just you know, oh, I just loved it. I was just, oh, I yeah, I, just listening to you talk about the the whole process was just. It was fantastic, and, and I'm very I'm I'm so happy. I love that you went with DJ. <laughs> well, that wasn't really deliberate, actually. That was a, and I mean, we knew what we were doing, but that was by no means an intended consequence of Declan James. It just kind of worked out. Um, I sincerely doubt he will ever ever go by that. In fact, if anything, he'll end up going by Sprout forevermore, which is kind of crummy for him. But don't do that to him. Casey. Uh, uh, it's not deliberate. It's just. For nine months, that's what we've been referring to him as. And so both of Aaron and I will slip constantly and we'll say, hey, oh, Sprout, you look, so I mean, Declan, you look so good. You know, you're such a little cutie, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, it's it's funny. So just so happy for you guys. Oh, thank How's you. Aaron doing? How's Aaron doing? She's well. Um, physically, she's in pretty good shape insofar as, you know, giving birth is intense. It's, let me tell you, it's more intense <laughs> you than- You don't say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's more intense than I think I was prepared for, but because she's amazing, she handled it like a champion and um, and really is doing really, really well. Um, she was given, you know, like a whole bunch of pain medication that she could be taking and has mostly weaned herself off of it because she's crazy and that strong. Um, and no, I'm extremely proud of her. I'm extremely proud of her for going through it all, for the way she's handled it, for how, how good she is with Declan. I mean, I, I couldn't have chosen a better partner with which to bring a little baby into the world. So, um, so yeah, many thanks to my amazing wife, Erin, for, for being that person and, and being that person, not only for me, but perhaps more importantly for Declan. You see, it's things like that, Casey. <laughs> Just calls it like I sees it, Mike. That's all. So how long were you in the hospital for? Let's see. So we arrived in the hospital. Well, so you have to understand that the obstetrician's office that we were talking about earlier, that's literally through like a secret hallway from the actual labor and delivery wing oh. of the hospital. So, um. Um, so yeah, so when we, we arrived at the obstetrician's office roughly noon on Tuesday, I want to say that was the 28th. I believe of October and we gave, or she gave birth at half past five, Mike, in the morning. I mean, half past five in the morning. And 
so you get the general rule of thumb in the United States is you get two two evenings in the hospital if you give if you give birth the way that's expected and an additional evening if you need to have a surgical procedure to extract the baby and so um Aaron did not have a c-section and thus we uh left about midday Friday and uh, it's funny because I was surprisingly confident about what to do with Declan and I have to set this up a little bit Aaron is second in line of five kids and there's a pretty big gap between her and the youngest. Um, Aaron is roughly my age, um, and I'm 32. And her youngest sibling is 18 or 19. I'm gonna—I forget which one. And so Aaron was, you know, 10, 13 years old, something like that, when her youngest sister was born. And so she was a full-blown like human when when her youngest sister was born. Was helping with diapers and was doing all those sorts of things. And I never really had that experience. My youngest sibling is eight years younger than I am. And so I was barely a human at eight years old. And so I've never, I mean, if I've changed a diaper before, you know, almost a week ago, it was once or twice and it was years ago. So I don't really know anything about babies, but it's weird how the moment that you set eyes on your son or daughter, everything changes. And it's so silly because I've heard that a thousand times. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh my God, it's so true. It's so unbelievably true. And the things that used to scare me, like just holding a baby is the scariest thing in the world. Because what happens? We spoke about this. Oh, I know. It's so bad. Last week's episode. It's so bad. And now I'm like, whatever, I got this. You know, I'm doing, I'm like, not literally, of course, but I feel like I'm doing like pizza dough twirls with him, <laughs> so to speak. You know, I'm able to like switch positions that he's in. And this, this sounds so stupid probably to almost everyone. But in the past, if someone was to hand me an infant, basically I would have to be sitting in a chair with my arms in like the cradle position and somebody has to drop the infant into my arms. And then I cannot do anything until the infant is removed from my arms. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yeah, whatever. I got this. Um, shoot. I don't know where this whole discussion started. Oh, I guess well, how long were we, were we in the hospital? And oh, and I was what I was going to say is so we spent all you know a couple of days in the hospital, and there's the nursery right down the hall, and the postpartum nurses were amazing. The nursery nurses were amazing, and for the most part, we had Declan in the room all day long, and then during nighttime, after being badgered by pretty much everyone that we knew, um, we decided to have Declan go back to the nursery for sleep time. But, you know, obviously come in when he's hungry because we're, you know, we're trying to have Aaron feed him. And so leaving the hospital, I felt like, oh, we're good. I got this. We're under control. And then we arrived home and we didn't have the nursery nearby and we didn't have the postpartum nurses at our beck and call. Oh, my God, we are in charge of a human and it's us. And it is scary. Like it, it's petrifying. And it's funny how I went from like super dad to, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And now I'm slowly building back up into super dad you know, over time. But it is scary knowing that this is all on us. And of course, we've had plenty of family come by and they've been crazy, super helpful, but it's all on us. What was the drive home like? Um, I don't think I got honked at for going way too slow in the, um, most outer lane. So in the United States, you know, we, we drive on the right, like a civilized country and the rightmost lane is the one where the slow people go. And I pretty much pegged myself in the right lane, probably doing roughly the speed limit. And all I, it's funny. I don't know if I said this to Aaron, but I looked around at all these people driving at not, not that terribly aggressively. In fact, I would probably two weeks ago have thought them being a little bit uh passive but i see these people like whizzing by me and i'm thinking to myself mother of god you're driving too fast and it's like oh my god i'm already old i'm already that guy oh man it's so ridiculous were you freaking out though yeah uh when i got home was the worst though Um, what was the first couple of nights like well so when we walked in the door I was a complete mess. I was bawling my eyes out. I mean, it's, 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 it's three year, three and a half years of trying and almost a year of, of uh, baking, if you will, uh, almost a year of pregnancy. And 
I'm pretty confident we talked about this before. I, I was always, and I think Aaron to a lesser degree, always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop because we've had so many problems and it's a terrible negative way of going about things, but it's so scary. And as it turns out, it all worked out. And when we got home and I looked at Declan in the eyes and I said to him, welcome home, son. It, uh, it was pretty intense. And, You're going to uh, go again, aren't you? I'm, I'm, I can I'm, feel it. I'm, I can I'm, feel I'm, it. I'm, I'm okay. But, you cry, uh, I'll cry. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I was uh, just a disaster. And uh, it, was, it was one of the most intense, one of the most emotional moments of my entire life. And it was ridiculous. And I, I'm so thankful and glad if I'm allowed to toot my own horn for just a brief moment. I had Aaron actually videotape it. Or that's such an old word. God, I'm a dad. Um, I had her film it, which I guess is uh, anyway. We took a movie of the uh, of the entry from the car into the house, and I am not going to share it, no matter how much anyone badgers me, because that's a private moment for our family. But it's something that I think I will cherish for the rest of my life because it was so raw and so overwhelming, and I just still can't believe it's real. So you got to carry him in. Mm-hmm. Lucky you, man. Yeah, well, in in my defense, Aaron isn't supposed to lift anything more than ten pounds, and he was in good the baby point. carrier at the time. But uh, good point, good point. But yes, uh, and it was it was it was magical. It was really amazing. So I still have a bunch of stuff I wanna I wanna ask you, but there's one thing that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Which I would like to instigate the analog ATP baby agreement. Okay, what is that? <laughs> so this is something I was thinking about. So we agreed on this show that we would only talk about technology when we talk about the feelings related to technology, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't talk about the new iPhones as such. We talk about like building up to a new iPhone and what do you think you're going to do? Why do we feel like we need to uh, trade these things in, etc. Declan and is all about feelings, right? Sure. So I think you should only be able to talk about him on ATP when there's baby technology involved. Okay. That that is, I'm kidding. This is just no, I, mean, I basically want all of the feelings. I want <laughs> I want to monopolize the feelings. You want to hoard the feels. Yep, and and I I call this to to the analog ATP baby treat uh, treaty <laughs> uh, that I would like all parties to sign, uh, and and we can just move along from there. Otherwise, I'm going to start asking all of your opinions on uh, Rimax and things. Like that. <laughs> I think that's I think that's completely fair. Now it's funny because um, you know obviously we've talked a lot about uh, baby related things um, on, on ATP for like you know John's kids and Marco's kid and 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 forthcoming kid, but um, you know I, it's I just feel guilty on ATP talking too much about real life stuff. And actually we might or may not get a chance to talk about that on this episode, but that's something we will be talking about in the future, if not this episode. Um, and, and for this episode, I do try to save all the feels, uh, but when it's something like this, I think there's a little bit of cross chatter. So my apologies no, for those of you who've heard both. I, well, I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I'm pleased that you spoke about it. I'm pleased you put it right at the front of the episode. I, and I'm I'm only kidding. You can. Oh, I know. I know. I have no problem with you talking about. Of course, uh, because you should be talking about him, especially there, because people should be hearing it. I think it's a it's an important thing, and I'm sure you guys will talk about it every now and then. But I just want all of the moments where you're about to burst into tears, like about ten minutes ago. I want <laughs> those. They're all, they're all for you. I was thinking right um, about how over the next like two months. Basically, this show will just rotate between you talking about Declan and me talking about quitting. Like that is our podcast now. It's just it's you gonna... talking about your baby and me talking about being terrified of leaving my job. Because that, that's that happens in two days' time, by the way. Oh God, you're right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, two Ow. days' time, and I'm done. Oh, hence goodness. why, hence why I'm recording so much today because we usually record on Thursdays, and on Thursday I'm having my leaving drinks. Oh, I'm so jealous. Is, which I know is something as as a as a thing that fascinates you. It's, it's so amazing. Honest to goodness, I don't think I would have done it. I, so let me just make that plain. But had Declan not been a thing, there is a sliver of me that wonders if I would have looked at Aaron and said, have you fancied a trip to London? Because I know what day we should go. What would you do if I showed up at leaving drinks? Scream and cry. <laughs> 
Because I expect to do a lot of crying on Thursday. Right, let, let's put a pin in this. I still have baby stuff, and now I <laughs> now I want to talk about my upcoming uh, leaving. Okay. Um, even though by the time people hear this, I would have already left. But anyway, we don't we don't have to worry about things like that. This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code FEELS at checkout. A better web starts with your website. When it comes to finding a place for your work online, there is simply nowhere better than Squarespace. They give you all of the power that you need. They put it right in the palm of your hands and take away all of the pain points like having to worry about hosting, scaling, or what to do if you get stuck with something. Squarespace is beautiful, fantastic, clean, and simple template designs really allow you to craft a home for yourself online. I use a lot of adjectives because that's how I feel. I love the way Squarespace sites look. They look so professional. Um, MikeHurley.net is a, a new Squarespace 7 template. I'm going to talk about Squarespace 7 in a moment. And I love it. I love how I was able to go in and tweak things. I love that I was able to set my, I have Futura as the font for like the sort of the header. And I love that I was able to do things like set the spacing between the letters. And I stretched it out a bit because I thought that it looked kind of space age and cool. Uh, and <laughs> it's just one of the things that I love about Squarespace. It's the little things that count. And this is the kind of stuff that they put into the th- into their thinking, especially with Squarespace 7. They have applied everything they've learned from powering millions of sites around the web to make an even better platform. They've refined their system to make it just more, even more incredible than it ever was before which was something I didn't know would be possible. They have more of these beautiful templates. They've even partnered with musicians, artists, architects, and chefs to develop new templates that cater directly to these professions. They've added some really cool new tools to the brand new site editor. Like they have a thing called Device View, so you can very easily see what your... So basically, the new new sort of back-end panel is there isn't one. So when you log into Squarespace, you see your website, in, in a sort of like a view there, like just to to the right. And then on the left, you've got all of the, like the like the template creation stuff and all the settings and stuff like that. And then if you want to edit stuff on the website, we just, you just do it live. So I'm, I, we blew Federico's mind a couple of weeks ago telling him that you edit your posts. You can edit posts live on the site as you see them. So you don't need to go into a backend CMS anymore. You can just make sp- changes to stuff as you're looking at the website so not only can you do all this WYSIWYG stuff when you're doing design but now to actually put content into your site you put it live into the site i mean you can't really get a better preview than that like obviously people aren't seeing it update right you press publish at the end and put it out so they're not seeing you type your posts but you can go in and make these changes and you save your changes and it just it's shown to everyone it's such a powerful thing because you get to kind of see it and it feels more like you're actually making something um but they have something now called Device View, which allows you to see how content's going to look on all different kinds of devices. It allows you to scale the interface to see what's it going to look on, like on a phone, what's it going to look like on a tablet, and stuff like that. They've partnered with Getty Images to provide you now with a great deal on awesome photography at just $10 an image. This, as well as all the other fantastic services that they partner with, like they partner with Google Apps to help you with email stuff. Uh, they also have integrated domain sales and stuff like that, so you can buy domains with Squarespace, and if you buy one of their annual plans, you get a free domain name. Um, they, if, if you use their commerce platform, which you can set up, every single site comes with an online store um, functionality you can add to any Squarespace site. They partner with a bunch of people like Stripe and ShipStation to make that happen. They're, they've also stretched their the dev platform. Squarespace's dev platform has now got more amazing stuff. It's now out of beta. It's available to everyone. They've added more functionality so you can take your Squarespace site further than you ever could before. Squarespace have 24-7 support through live chat and email with teams located in New York City, Dublin, and Portland. Start a free trial right now with no credit card required, and you can start booting a website today. Go to squarespace.com to sign up, and when you decide to sign up for a plan with them, make sure you use the offer code FEELS at checkout. That's F-E-E-L-S to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for Analog and Relay FM. Squarespace, a better web starts with your website. Uh, So... Just a moment ago, uh, P. Holbrook in the chat, or I believe as Marco said in the past, P. Holbrook, uh, said something that I think— I like Fulbrook, but anyway. Either way. 
had said something that I think was a really great summary. And he, maybe she, said, this is just another proof that there are no spoilers in life. You can listen to other people talk about these kinds of experiences. And yet when you experience it for yourself, it's still completely amazing. And that's a really great summary. You know, conceptually, everyone said, oh, you'll, you'll, you'll understand when you're a dad that you'll be confident. You'll understand how to pick up a child. You'll understand how to change a diaper. And you'll, you'll know when they're hungry versus when their diaper's dirty versus this versus that. And obviously, I'm six days in. I'm no expert. But it really is kind of true. It just kind of clicks into place. And it's the most incredible, weird feeling in the world. And even though I knew it logically, even though my brain understood that that would probably be the case, it wasn't until I laid eyes on Declan for the first time that my heart really got it. I don't know what it feels like. I can imagine it, but I don't know what it feels like. Exactly. And that's exactly it. That's exactly where I was seven days ago, you know? <laughs> so it's, and, and then I think, I think that's healthy. I, I really do. So I was mentioning about, about leaving. So basically kind of what I was going to say was I'm, I'm going to be crying so much this week i'm sure of it i can just feel it. it's gonna happen you know like thursday i assume is when i will have like so there's a thing in in you know this happens in all companies but basically at some point on thursday people will gather around my desk like the whole marketing team go around my desk like the team of like 80 people and um someone will say some words and then i'll be given a gift and then i'll have to say some words Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to my words yet. Uh, and I was thinking about this. My company has been a part of my life for eight years. Mm-hmm. I've been at my company for eight years. It's the first job I ever had. Well, first full-time job. I had a part-time job in a supermarket. But it's my first proper job. I'm 26 years old. It's like a third of my life. Yeah, yeah. Has as been going to this place every day. And it's going to be a big thing leaving it. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't, I'm a bit overwhelmed by it at the moment. But it's, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny because it occurred to me just now that you didn't have the coming of age experience that most people do at university or college, and that's not a bad thing. But that makes this job even more a part of your life because this job was part of that coming of age. You lived that during the job, which how you held down a job while doing that, while going through the like 18 to 22 years, I don't know because I, I I'm not convinced I was a human until I was like 25 years old, but um, it makes it even more a part of your life. And gosh, I, I would probably be a mess as well. So, it's going to be an interesting day, I think. But yeah, so then uh, we have a team lunch on Thursday and then... Do you know where you're going? Yeah, yeah. That I was asked where I wanted to go. What kind uh, of food? I'm not going to be creepy. Just what kind of food? Um, Get fish and chips. Well, I find bangers and mash. Oh, I actually do need to look at the menu because we need to pre-order the food. But uh, I actually can't remember the, the type of... It's just like sort of like pub pub type food, really. Fish and chips, like I said. Okay, I'll look at fish and chips for you. Does fish and does fish and chips get get less magical when you can have them anytime you want? Yeah, it's not really. I mean, we enjoy it, but it's not like we're not crazy about it here. Uh. Um, this week has been great so far. Yeah, because it's like doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went from super stressed. So you went from like, I hate my job, I want to leave, to, oh my gosh, I'm leaving, so I really got to clean everything up, and now you're just cruising to the finish line, and now you're getting, not repentant, but, and not remorseful, but something along those lines, some are feeling, you know? I'm busy, I'm like super busy, really, really busy this week with things, but it's like, it kind of will stop to matter, Mm -hmm. you know, in the next couple of days. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. Busy, busy week, busy week for sure. That's amazing. I'm so, so excited it, for you. Well, you, you, I'm sure we'll hear more about it next week. But um, I wanted to talk about a little post that you wrote on your blog. Mm-hmm. Just more, more evidence of your cuteness. Um, <laughs> and you put some, you put some thoughts in, and I kind of wanted to, to to go through them. Okay, we're definitely we're definitely gonna have to save that that other subject that other subject. 
if that's okay with you. Oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. So without maybe be next week's episode. I also have like an entire episode of follow-up on the email subject from a couple of weeks ago that we've we've had to keep putting off because, you know, you had to go and have a baby and stuff. Sorry, Mike. It's all right. I'm sure people <laughs> will forgive you. Um, so, yeah, I have all of that as well. So we've got like... I was saying to this someone, this to somebody the other day when when you were insistent that this would be no more than twelve episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, we've just we've just passed that. And, yeah, funny uh, how that is. We've taken but merely a small dent out of um, the uh, topic list. The topic list. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought? Like, I mean, maybe you would have done because you knew it known at the time. But when we started this show, like how it was going to end up being like an interesting chronicle of of big things in both of our lives. Yeah, yeah, and that's. That's, I think, the best kind of show. Like, one of the things I loved so much about Neutral, which was the show I did about cars with uh, Mark Armand and John Syracuse, uh, it, it, it played, it had a story arc to it that admittedly was considerably more minor than either of these arcs. But it, it started with Marco considering buying a new car because his current car's lease was running out. And it ended with Marco and his wife and Aaron and I all going to Germany to pick up his new car. And so it was this like wonderful story arc. And I'm really excited that you and I have kind of stumbled into having our not only a story arc, but each having our own individual story arcs that are almost completely unrelated. Like this admittedly has kind of turned into the baby podcast for the last couple episodes, but we're, we're pretty much out of baby stuff, at least for the time being. Um, but it's also, it, it, it's not going to be the baby podcast forever because you didn't just have a baby. It's now going to be the going out onto my own real world business ownership podcast. And so I'm really stoked that both of us have kind of accidentally ended up making these wonderful story arcs. I wonder, I wonder how long it'll be until both of us for the first time say we regret our decision. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder at what point that will happen for both of us. Uh, I wonder. I think it might it might be me first. Uh, with respect, I hope so because regretting having Declan is a bigger issue. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean. Absolutely. So you've you've written some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, your patience has gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. That there feels like there's so much more to that than what you've said. Yeah. So um, what I meant by that it was a perhaps oddly phrased sentence, but what I mean is I don't think of myself as a terribly patient man. And when I was around other people's babies, pretty much at any point, and they were screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling, I wasn't angry at the babies because what do they know? I mean, they don't know any better, but it got to grade on me reasonably quickly, you know, more than about five, maybe 10 minutes of some baby wailing. And I'm like, holy crap, can we just do something to shut this kid up? And Declan admittedly has been uh, as good as I can ever imagine or hope. And so we're very lucky. And he hasn't really screamed and cried that much, although I'm sure give him time and he will. Um, But when he's screaming and yelling, even when I'm getting flustered because I don't know how to fix whatever's bothering him, the actual screaming and yelling, eh, whatever. Don't really care. It's fine. Doesn't bother me. That never used to be the case. Hmm. Wonder, I wonder if you, if you'll still get frustrated with all me too. kids. Yeah, me too. Um, you mentioned about being comfortable with the baby, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is great. Do you refer to him as the baby? No, usually so, Declan, occasionally Sprout. Yeah, I guess you have Sprout, right? Because my nephew, my nephew, who turned three today, we still refer to him as the baby. <laughs> but, but you guys have Sprout. As the kind of the, the name, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, you're talking about advice that people give you. Uh, have you been getting advice like far and wide? Like, have people on the internet been giving you advice? Um, some, and I don't think it's ever. It's never intended to be a bad thing. Like, it's never. It's never. I don't know how to say. It. It's never with ill intent, but. I will occasionally get a piece of completely unsolicited advice that I'm like, "Mm, okay. For example, um, and I'm trying to find one of these tweets, but I, um, I had posted a picture of me 
holding up Declan that, and he had a little knit hat on him that a friend of the show, Jason Snell's wife made, which was extremely nice of her. And I, and he was sitting kind of in my lap and I can't find it right now, but suffice to say somebody tweeted, actually a couple of people tweeted at me and were like, you know, you shouldn't have the baby sit up like that until he is capable of sitting up on his own. Now, I don't know if it wasn't obvious that I was supporting his head. I don't know if maybe that's legitimately bad, but I'm like, dear God, who who asked you? You know, like, what, why, why are you telling me this? And I know it's meant from a good place. I know it's intended to be helpful, but it's like, just leave me alone. I'm, he isn't dead yet. I'm sure it'll be fine. And I don't mean that. I mean, that's probably a bit flippant, but you know what I'm driving at. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if like unsolicited advice is even advice at all. That's a very good way of putting it, actually. That's a really, really, really good way of putting it. And it's really true. Because it's not advice. Like, you're you're just telling me something. You're just telling me something. You're just like, do this. Right. 474 photos in six days. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and that was after having culled and deleted some of them. And no, that does not count with... Um, with so I'm shooting in both raw and JPEG, so there's duplicates of every picture, and that those duplicates are not counted. So those are 474 unique poses, if you will, or unique pictures, and then each of them would be doubled. Um, Where are you backing them up? So right now they are sitting on my. <laughs> I don't even want to go here. They're sitting on my. Uh, they're still on the SD card in the camera. They're also being loaded periodically onto a folder on my desktop on my work computer, which is then getting backed up to my time machine drive. But I haven't yet figured out what I want to do about long-term storage. And if you recall, we were talking an episode or two ago about how I have a bunch of cruft on my personal computer as opposed to my work computer. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking about the uh, tree map and all that stuff, well, I think what this is going to do is going to compel me to clean up a lot of that cruft on my personal machine such that I have the space to load all of these onto my personal machine. Then they will show up in picture life. They'll end up on crash plan. They'll end up right. on time machine, et cetera, et cetera. Picture life was what I was wondering, like what, what service were you going to put them on? And actually really quick aside, I am not necessarily soliciting advice, but one thing I asked John and Marco on Twitter, which of course a lot of people who follow me follow them, and so I ended up with a lot of advice, some good, some not, was what do you do to show people pictures? Like not the internet. I don't want to be that guy that posts a baby picture to Twitter every five minutes. And I kind of was today, but you know what? He's I still do, new. I, you, I want to see them. <laughs> I will send them to you, Mike. But um Thank you. but what do you do for for blasting pictures out to like family and Mike? was basically family. So what I've concluded for now is to use to share, to use a shared photo stream. And what I didn't realize, but a lot of people very helpfully told me was you can get a public web link to a shared photo stream uh, album. So the reason this is important is because, you know, my grandparents, Declan's great grandparents don't have iPhones or iOS devices. And like, I think I said in the past, Aaron's family almost exclusively is on Android. And so they can't use shared photo streams, but at least they can look at the website. And so that's what I've concluded for now. I'm sure there are better options. In fact, there's a few like apps and whatnot that I'm, that I'm going to explore over the near term. But it's a little weird to me in the same way that Picture Life, I think pretty well solves the problem of backing up photos and, and access to your photos everywhere. I haven't yet found a solid, you know, best in class. How do I you know, get baby pictures across the internet service. So mm. maybe one day. I feel like that just needs to be part of a bigger service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and maybe I, Picture Life will do it and I just don't realize it. Yeah. So basically you're looking for a way to share. I mean, I, th I think on this one, Apple's kind of got the best, especially when the Photos app well, that's the thing. It's Launches. so yeah. It's so little friction, and that's what makes it. Wasn't that meant to be November? What the the the, the photos app on on iOS ten? Oh yeah, you're right. I totally didn't catch what you meant at first. Yeah, I think you're right. So theoretically soon, but so even it should get better for you then. I think hopefully, but even the just the shared photo stream, it the, it's relatively frictionless, and that's most of the reason why I concluded that was the best answer was because there's 
it's very, very easy for me to get a picture from my phone onto the shared photo stream. And even from the, from the nice camera, it's reasonably easy to get a photo off the nice camera because it has Wi-Fi and I can connect directly from the camera to the phone or alternatively, um, I can, you know, just connect it to a computer and, and I message myself, or if I'm on Aaron's computer, which is new enough, I can airdrop it to myself, etc. Joe Steelers, let me know it's January. Oh. For the, for the app. I thought it was this year. I thought so too, but Joe maybe still, he should anyway, know. I trust him. But yeah, so I've been taking a lot of pictures. And what I said in this post was in the first six days of Sprout's life, actually it's like five and a half because this day isn't over. Um, I've taken 474 pictures, which amounts to an average of 80 a day. And just for fun, I did some back of the math calculations and wondered, okay, how many pictures then would, would, would there be of him by the time he's 18? And I said in the post by the time he graduates high school, but by the time he's 18. And that amounts to roughly half a million pictures and roughly four and a quarter terabytes of photographs and that's assuming I just use the same camera for the next 18 years, which we all know wouldn't be the case. And obviously, as cameras get better and capture more data, each of these pictures gets bigger. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot. Oh, man. I'm so pleased you got that camera. Oh, my God. I'm so happy I got this camera. We were we were hemming and hawing over it so much. In fact, the last time I remember hemming and hawing over a, what I felt was a big purchase was when we bought the microphone that I'm currently used to speak to you. Because that was a several hundred dollar like guess. Because when we started neutral, I didn't know if I was ever going to make that money back. I mean, we did it because we wanted to, and we were hoping, and we were hoping to make money off of it, but we didn't know if we would. And so I was, I said to Aaron, I will never forget saying to Aaron, you know, I um, I kind of want to buy a microphone to do this podcast with Marco and John. Oh, okay, how much is it? It's you know, kind of a few hundred dollars. Oh okay but oh and so that we we talked about it on and off for a while not that she stopped me but like is this worth it is this a good idea and as it turns out yes it was worth it and well yeah at the time you didn't know they would exactly. bring you millions of dollars yeah something like that uh but uh <laughs> but yeah and so this camera even just a few days in like most of the pictures i've taken they've been relatively unremarkable and granted I'm taking like a thousand and five pictures of him sleeping. You know, he moves and he moves his arm a half an inch and I have to take another 35 pictures of that, of that newly placed arm. But there, uh, man, a few of them have been just phenomenal. And I'm so glad that we spent the money on this camera. Um, one other suggestion, I mean, and it ties into like another thing. One I was going to say, cause you said, you know, you haven't been sharing photos to Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. 100% they should be going on Facebook because that's what people do. You, But you could set up private folders on Facebook that you have family members. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Look at. Because, yeah, but, I mean, everyone's there. Well, they? but that's the thing. Not everyone's there. So, like, oh. my my grandparents aren't, to the best of my recollection, and neither of Aaron's parents are. So, I, the Facebook is an obvious answer. I completely agree with you. But as it turns out, it is not the right answer for my particular circumstance. Well, whilst I am now on your Facebook page, because that's kind of just where I am now, like actually on your Facebook page, mm -hmm. your photo that you had at work, you look younger in your newest one than you do in the previous one. Do you know that? You do I? If you do. Yeah, to me anyway, you look younger. The one with me in a purple shirt that I'm using as my Twitter avatar? Uh-huh. I look younger than the one with me in the blue shirt. To me. Maybe that's because I got rid of my beard because the one with the blue shirt that I used up until this year, that was taken, mm, that, that was taken during November. And so that's why I had a light beard. And so this one was taken, I don't know, like a month ago. And, and so I was clean shaven, although I think I was starting to come down with a little bit of an eye ailment. So now watch this. You will never unsee that my right eye was a little bit bloodshot. Yeah. See it now. That's it for life. Yep, you will never unsee it. But um, I, I, if I knew anything about like Photoshop or whatever, I'd clean that up. But I don't know anything about that. So whatever. Do you have anything else you want to say today? Yes. Um, a couple of things very quickly. First and most importantly, I think I said this on ATP. I hope I did. I am absolutely, and Aaron, are absolutely overwhelmed at the good wishes or well wishes and support and, and congratulations that we've gotten from all corners of the internet. And I, and I hope that doesn't come across as a humble brag because I certainly don't mean it that way. But the amount of tweets and 
and even from family and friends on Facebook who I don't believe listen to this show, what they have done, uh, it's so much unbelievable support from everyone um, about Declan's arrival. And everyone has been either genuinely or, or lying through their teeth and saying how, how good looking a little kid he is, which if it's true, obviously he takes after his mother. Um, but it's just been, it's been overwhelming how wonderful it is. And the, it almost bums me out that I don't think he'll ever really appreciate. I, I'm struggling to, cause I don't want to sound self-absorbed, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't think he'll ever appreciate how many people were, were so excited to see him welcomed into the world. And again, I hope that doesn't sound self-obsessed and, and, and I, I'm so thankful for well, it. I was thinking about this, um, that like you're talking about him now to thousands of people listening. You were talking about him last week to thousands of people listening. I wonder what that will be like when you tell him one day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Um, like you'll be like, Dad, that's just super creepy. What's wrong with you? Yes, I, I think you're right. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because when I was uh, bawling my eyes out when we had first walked in the door with him, at one point, Aaron said to me, or maybe I said to her, there's going to come a time that he watches this video and he's going to think we're such idiots. And you know what? I'm pretty excited for that. She's the cutest. Now, but before we go, one other important thing I'd like to say, which is best of luck to you, sir, for your leaving, for your quitting, leaving drinks. I almost called them quitting drinks. Um, I, I am so unbelievably proud of the, of what you're doing and, and the risk you're taking and I cannot fathom how scary that is. And I don't say that because I want you to be scared because I think you've got everything pretty well handled already, but I can't fathom how scary it is. And I, and I just want to repeat for the 95th time, how proud I am of you for actually going, going and doing this thing that is so unbelievably scary. Thank you, mate. So good luck. I'm excited. Yeah. Should be another big show next week. If you want to catch the show notes for this week's episode, you should take yourself over to relay.fm slash analog slash 13. I am iMike on Twitter. I am Y-K-E. Casey is Casey Liss, which is C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-S-S. It's Casey Liss. <laughs> and I, I will never not do it. I will never not do it. It's, that song's so good. So good. Love it. I, I like listening to it every week. It's great. Did I tell you he's like the nicest guy in the world too? Jonathan Mann? Super nice guy. Well, I've spoken to him. I, I oh, and the cutest him. baby, too. Jupiter. Oh, God. Such a cute baby. Great name. Mm-hmm. Super cool name. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you to our sponsors for this week. That are the fantastic people at Squarespace and also the lovely people at Harry's. Fantastic and lovely, those guys. <laughs> we know that. Uh, we'll be back next time. Uh, until then, say goodbye, Casey Liss. Goodbye, Mike Hurley. Ah, <laughs> damn. Ha, 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 ha.